0: Started recording. How, how are you doing?
1: I'm <laughs> wonderful in these quarantine times. <laughs> uh, Drinking probiotic drinks. <laughs>
0: Others just, are available. <laughs> well, we'll never be healthier. Well, I, I've got my um, Alan Partridge your Norwich mug. So, Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it feels appropriate. So, yeah.
1: Happy days. Good to see your face.
0: <laughs> good, yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, a human being. Good. Oh, well, I think we'll have some more fun with this. Should we crack on then Once again, listen to another edition of uh, Footy from the Foots, the podcast coming to you close to the home of football in San Diego, the Bluefoot. They put bar and lounge in the heart of San Diego's littering North Pack. I'm your co host, Paul Hutchinson, and I'm joined as ever, um, not as ever, really, actually, via the, the miracle of the internet, the director of uh, football at Bluefoot, Rodney Styles. How are you doing, sir?
1: I'm very well. Hello.
0: <laughs> Hello, the internet. <laughs> this is new. Well, it's not new, actually. We've done this before, haven't we, when I was in the UK. So I'm very proud of the fact that we uh, have uh, put out a podcast each week. And so I didn't see this being a reason to stop, even though there's no football. So We
1: will not be beaten by COVID-19. <laughs>
0: no, we No, no. We just uh, have to roll with it. And uh, yeah, this is what we're doing. Obviously, there's no football uh, to kind of look forward to or back on from last weekend. But um, we, we thought we had the idea of uh, putting together a few like questions, throw them into a hat, pick them out randomly and see what kind of uh, conversation comes from that. We'll also round off any kind of other business from uh, uh, the week previous. One or two bits and pieces. There's actually some fun things that, that have uh, been produced um, in the light of all of this uh, c- uh, coronavirus uh, situation so uh, let's let's try and pick the, uh, the the silver lining out of all of this uh, shall we so yeah get on with it then so, yeah how are you doing first of all Rad? are you kind of bearing up what's what's been your uh, your day to day yeah uh,
1: my day to day i made a little salad <laughs> for my breakfast made my wife some scrambled eggs very nice. We're sort of stocked up with food here and drinks, so we're good to go. It was actually okay. our wedding anniversary yesterday. Oh, so, you did Yeah, we, we did loads. That was nice. Yeah, we stayed in. We watched TV. <laughs> <laughs> I cooked
0: some food. And um,
1: I think we're going to venture out the house and have a little walk around the town today just to okay. see what's happening out there.
0: Social distance at, at all times. So. Uh, at
1: all times. At all times. <laughs>
0: All right. So from my point of view, I've I've seriously, I've like, I'm an extroverted introvert and my extroverted part of me is like, okay, yeah, now I'm probably in need of some human interaction at some point or other uh, pretty soon. So, yeah, well, I'm buried up. I'm buried up.
1: Can't believe the weather right now as well. Yeah, all over the place. It's like a double whammy. (laughs)
0: It's (laughs) true. Oh, my goodness. We put together like um, 20 questions. We'll pick them out at random and then you'll see where the conversation takes us and uh, and hopefully that will be a bit of fun. I've actually spent hours making a randomizer and I've I've got like specs in everything. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna fire up the randomizer. So uh, are you ready?
1: Spin the wheel,
0: Paul. <laughs> All right. So the, the randomizer has suggested that we start with question one. Can you believe? Oh. <laughs> Hello. All right. Like well, random. A player I'd love to have seen live, but never got the chance to.
1: Well, immediately, I think of Diego Maradona, Pele, I mean, I'd love to have seen Bobby Jarlton play live. Um, George Best play live would have been great. But I yeah. think Maradona would have been up there. And he actually appeared live at Wyatt Lane, my club, Tottenham. For Ozzy Ardilis' testimonial, he turned out in a Tottenham shirt. I think it was 1986, if I'm right, 87. And um, he played 45 minutes, I suppose. Didn't score a goal. But it's actually on the Diego Maradona film that HBO put out. What kind of reception did he get? Cause, um... amazing, amazing reception. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, right. old full of, I mean, Ozzy was a legend anyway, so right. his okay. testimonial was a sellout. Yeah. Oh.
0: Fair enough. I'll talk
1: on to that game. But obviously, the usual people are you George Best, your Pelé, your Bobby Charlton.
0: Of the people that it would have been possible for me to have seen and never got the chance to, I think Zinedine Zidane. For me, oh. I, I unfortunately never got the chance to see him. No. Uh, it was always at least an eight out of 10, wasn't it, Each each game. There's actually a film that someone released, and all it is is just the, the single camera on Zidane I can't even remember what the game it is, but it's just focused totally on him. There's no commentary no nothing. And it's just like him controlling the ball, passing it off, kind of making a pass. And that's all it is. Beautiful. Like, you know, it's balletic, yeah. Wonderful. So I think, yeah, probably is it down for me. The, the randomizer again. Here we go. Go for
1: oh. it. Um, <laughs> number
0: five, question number five has been uh, suggested. It could have been any player. Who would it
1: have been? Well, a lifestyle lifestyle and player for when he was in his prime would probably be George Best.
0: (laughs) A cautionary tale, I think.
1: Boy, did he live a life. And I remember, I think a journalist went into a room once. I think it might have been in Vegas or somewhere. I think he was lying on a bed with a stripper with loads of cash around him and champagne. And they said, George, where did it all go wrong? <laughs> but joking apart, I think I'd love to have been like a Gary Lineker, because I was a striker back in my day. Gary Lineker seemed to be the, he was my hero at the time. And um, him, Maradona, Baggio, they're all the romantic ones, aren't they? Again, in Dan, but he played in a position that I didn't play in, so...
0: I mean, I used to absolutely love uh, Gary Lineker. In fact, I remember writing an essay for English about Gary Lineker. I can't even remember what the context was, really. But he just <laughs> scored four, four goals against Spain for England. Mm. Totally enamoured with, uh, with Gary Lineker, so I definitely uh, I, uh, I agree good. with that. For me, it's a weird one, really, because I am not a United fan, but I used to love watching uh, um, Brian Robson play and Paul Scholes, either of those, like central midfielder, kind of getting about, I was really upset when uh, when Brian Robson went, went off injured in 88 in the Euros and then in uh, in 1990, I was like, that's it, we're done for, England's done for, you know, it was just, uh, <laughs> and but Paul Scholes as well, had a goal in him, C- couldn't tackle for anything, could he, let's be honest, but uh, I would have loved to have been at Paul Scholes because of just the way he played was just fantastic, in my opinion.
1: He liked putting the boot in, didn't he? Well, that, I think
0: he, he thought that he was a really good tackler, but it was just absolutely useless, wasn't he? I mean, it was like, like guaranteed yellow card every time he went in for something. But other than that, I, I thought he was just just brilliant. And the way that he was wasted on the left hand side uh, for England as well, you know, we had like Gerard and Lampard in the middle. But I mean, honestly, like Scholes, it should have been Scholes and then AN Other. That's how it should have been done for me.
1: You so, should have built the team around Paul Scholes. Oh, For sure, I, the best midfielder.
0: He retired early as well, didn't he? Because he yeah. wasn't being played in, in a way that would suit his talent. And yeah, quite rightly so, too, really. Any other thoughts? Any uh, before.
1: That's no, yeah. why I think Gary Lineker or George Best would have been my two, or Diego Maradona. So, yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> two very different characters, uh, I think, with Gary Lineker and uh, George yeah. Best, by the way. So, the, <laughs> let's. Okay, I'll fire up the randomizer again. Okay, question 14. You couldn't bear watching the end of the game. Has, has that ever happened? Have you kind of left the game early or just kind of like been watching it on the TV and gone, Ugh, no, forget it. I can't be, uh, no, it's too much.
1: Never really, no. It couldn't bear watching the end of the game. I hate the games when your team are losing and there's like five minutes on the clock, but you just know there's no way they're going to get back into the game. That- I mean, that last week with the Leipzig game. You're watching it, hoping that you're going to score a couple of goals. You know it's not going to happen. So You sit there. And you 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 can't bear to watch the end of the game because you know what's coming. But it's not like I'm walking away from it. It's not because right. we're we're winning and I'm just like, please hang on, hang on, hang on. It yeah, it's more like when we're playing so badly my team, England or Tottenham or any team I'm sort of looking at of that day, and they're playing so badly that you know there's no way they're gonna score, even if they were to play for another two hours. So I think that's my answer, really. <laughs>
0: Also, you are at work, and so I think you're con- contractually obliged to have hung around uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Leipzig game. I can't think of anything myself. The only thing I, can sort of, I couldn't bear to watch when England went 2-1 down against Cameroon in the 1990 World Cup oh. quarters, and I, I put myself to bed at that point, and it was only my brother uh, screaming at the telly that we'd got a penalty that I kind of came down and sort of, like, poked my head around the, the door to see Lenica smash on that penalty, but I, I, I honestly I couldn't I couldn't bear it. I felt it was such a guaranteed win, and I was like, oh, I can't believe we're losing this. And with 20 minutes to go, it looked like we might do. So, that, but that's I, I, I returned back, but I can't think of an, an occasion where I've, I've left early. Spin the wheel. All right. Question 20: Best away ground? or well, best ground that's not yours, I think. You know, it's not your home home team's ground, by the way, which you haven't been to yet.
1: There, so. well, yeah, I was gonna say, so that's gonna be like an away ground to me. Uh, I don't know, the most fun I had in away ground was probably this is gonna sound a bit random now, but Nottingham Forest, the city ground, that yeah. was probably my most visited away ground as a Tottenham fan for right. some reason, and West Ham as well, Upton Park, the old bowling ground. So, yeah, but my favorite away ground,
0: memories or anything like that. that oh, wow, yeah, not yeah. that I like, can broadcast. <laughs> that's for the dvd extra
1: i used to, I, to be honest with you i used to hate going to other people's grounds because it wasn't my team but yeah uh, the city ground i always had a good laugh there was always a huge contingent of tottenham fans of the city ground right. we used to stay overnight and the walk to the ground would be fun along the trent and i'd probably be- say that's my favorite ground yeah away ground well, we had a bit of a, they were a bit of a bogey team with us as well, Nottingham Forest, but they were a great football inside And um, that's one of the grounds I think I mentioned in an earlier podcast that I actually went onto the pitch at the end of the game and went up to Nigel Clough and Brian Clough.
0: That's it. Well, yeah, you've actually you got a ban in order from, uh, from the city ground, but oh, so at least you've got the memories, yeah.
1: <laughs> I've actually been there as a West Ham fan as well, which is a little random, because my friend was a West Ham fan. We were travelling up to Allen Road in 1996 for the Tottenham semi-final against Everton, but we stopped off the day before and went to the West Ham Nottingham Forest game at the city ground. So I've been there as a West Ham fan and as a Tottenham fan. Good memories.
0: Probably the ground that I've I have terrible memories of like the results against the uh, this team but Anfield is always a good day out because I'm a Bolton Wanderers fan and no one gives a crap about Bolton let's be honest so you don't get any mither from anybody and so you can go in the pub across the street have a right good crack with everybody you know it's an incredible atmosphere Absolutely loved it when I went. Like I said, we'd, we'd never got anything at Anfield uh, when Bult were in the Premier League, but uh, fantastic. Just loved, loved the, the whole sort of like getting to the ground and all that kind of thing. It's just superb. Loved it. Yeah. On one occasion, because we'd signed El Hadjouf, um from Liverpool, and he'd been an absolute flop at, at, at Liverpool after a World Cup. I remember him showing up at 5-3 to three, like when a place was absolutely packed in his great big massive Bentley or whatever it was, like, tra- like carving through the back streets of Liverpool, and he got absolute belters. It was a, an absolute idiot showing up at that time, like uh, five to three on the, the match day. My goodness, what an idiot!
1: I've just remembered as well. I used to, as a kid, I used to live in Chesley Street, and my friend was a big Sunland fan back in the middle 80s. So I went to the old Roker Park every other weekend. I was, I went to all the home games for like two seasons. So I. I'd probably say that was my favourite away ground because I had a lot of good memories there. But as a sort of semi-Sunderland fan at the time because of my friend at school and living so far away from London. Yeah. That,
0: that was Your basics at, at Roker Park, I imagine, is it? Kind of uh, <laughs> pretty grim in those days. But, uh, it was.
1: Yeah. Pretty, yeah. Used to stand in the full wheel then with the Roker roar. He was three pounds to get in. And um, yeah, great cool. atmospheres, even though they went down, down to the old third division then. It was... Um, I saw Brian Robson being sent off there, actually, against Barry Venison in an FA Cup tie. it was thirty-six thousand there. It was a nil-nil draw. <laughs> there you go. Right. Let's try okay.
0: one more. Let's fire up the uh, the randomizer for one last time. Got loads of questions for next week as well. Question three. Have we had question question three already? Let's no. see. No. No. Okay. Let's, let's let's do a different one to that because we've already talked about stadiums. Yeah. Let's let, oh. let's come on, randomizer. It's okay. 12 and we had 12 yet. No, nope. no, nope. that one. Okay. Oh. Best celebration of a goal.
1: Right, I'm instantly gonna go to Jurgen Klinsmann when he did his dive when he came to Tottenham because sure. I thought that was most humorous and it showed that a German can have a sense of humour. Um. Absolutely.
0: Because I think if I remember correctly, he's like it was the first marquee signing that anybody made in the Premier League era, wasn't one, it? Like. 1
1: million. Yeah. You know. What 1 million on Alan Sugar's yacht in Monaco, I believe but my favorite celebration and it's kind of mad in a way but I again I go to Maradona and it's I think it's the 1994 World Cup it's Argentina versus Greece he scores this great goal he just runs through the Greek players does a couple of one-twos hits his bolt shot into the top corner and just manically runs towards the camera the eyes are ablaze wide open into the camera i think he was subsequently tested after that game and banned from football for substance abuse but
0: the answer- <laughs> Rachel,
1: I remember sitting at home and just going absolutely insane because of the celebration.
0: The random drug tester person uh, at <laughs> that game must have gone, mm, I'm going to make sure that this isn't as random as it usually is. <laughs>
1: I think Tardelli as well in the 82 World Cup final.
0: Yeah, that, that's one yeah. I was going to go I with, think- yeah. Because app- apparently, though, do you know when he's kind of running away, like screaming, like fist yeah. pumping, he's actually shouting Tardelli at that <laughs> point. Actually shouting his actual own name because <laughs> yep. he just scored in World Cup final for his country. So uh, yeah, how fantastic is that? But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I love the idea of just going like Charlie! <laughs> in the background, yeah. I'll link to all the things that have been kind of mentioned here. And so, like, I know that people might have some time on their hands right now, and uh, I'll try and curate all of that in the show notes. We got through some uh, some stuff there, I think. And so I can see this being quite a bit of a thing. So I think we, we've got plenty of questions to get through in, 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 in future weeks. Hopefully that's it. that was pretty fun. I enjoyed it. That was good. Yeah, we'll move on to uh, any other business. Because we didn't have any play this weekend, I convened a pools panel. The, the pools panel was the, the, the people that predicted games that had been called off for bad weather in the pools which were almost like, like the lottery back in the day you had yeah. to predict all the score draws and yeah. so if the games were postponed or rained off or what have you um, they would sit and say okay we think that would have been a home win or an away win or a score uh, 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 yeah score draw or whatever so that's what the pools panel is i got james i got paul brown and i got my pal craig to suggest what they thought the results might be. These are This is the Pools panel. There was actually consensus for most things. This is really... So, for the Watford-Leicester game, the Pools panel um, came up with a score draw. Nobody got that. Nobody said that there was going to be... A, <laughs> that was going to be I a score we. draw. Yeah, Paul and James both said it would be a score draw, and my uh, pal Craig said it was an away win. The Pools panel for the Brighton-Arsenal game came up with an away win for that, and we all we all had that, so that was good. Man City-Burnley... The Pools panel says uh, a home win, which we all got, apart from yourself, who, who had a score draw. You had one one all in that one.
1: Uh, the court uh, arbitration is being contacted as we speak <laughs> on that. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: where do we go? to see Okay, Villa versus Chelsea. They, they said score draw in this, and nobody said score draw. No. So we either had um, away wins or home wins, and so nobody said score draw. <laughs> so anyway, it calms down a little bit now. Uh, <laughs> Dortmund versus Schalke, there was a home win predicted by the pools panel, and we all got that. An away win for Bayern Munich against Union uh, Berlin, uh, which we all predicted too. And then the final game, <laughs> uh, again, this is by majority <laughs> West Ham versus Wolves. An away win was predicted by the, the pools panel. And by the way, I was the only one to say that, so I feel pretty bad. Yeah.
1: I think payments were received by other people here, listeners. Okay.
0: <laughs> but, oh uh, dear. So, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. as you can imagine, James predicted an away win, but also my pal Craig as well, he he said an away win. And so by majority, that was an away win by the pools panel. So, I thought that was really fun. And that, can I just say, all <laughs> of the people that I um, contacted about that were super serious about it. And uh, it was like, do you want me to put it as though it was a score draw or do you want me to give you an actual score? And I'm like, thank yeah. you for to purist, but yeah, just give us a score draw, and that was oh, fantastic. It was brilliant how uh, people responded to that. So, thank you to James, uh, Paul, and uh, to Craig as well for uh, helping us out with that. It was really, really fun. Thank uh, you. I thought I'd you with that because, uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll do a little bit of a, um, an update on the whole Corona thing. The Euros have been postponed till next year. Well, also the Copa America has been postponed.
1: They said that the football season, they're hoping to get it. Up and running by April the 30th.
0: And I've heard talk of some neutral venues in the Midlands, maybe two or three games a day done to kind of like catch up and and to prevent people from going to the grounds as well. So that it's almost like a, I think there's like 92 games that are needed to complete the, the, the league. And so I think I've heard talk of there being just like some neutral grounds, get the games played behind closed doors, have the league done and dusted.
1: Down Europe as well, aren't they, to have a knockout tournament over a weekend for the Champions League and Europa League, so let's see how that one works out. But yeah, I, I think London is the big hotspot at the moment not to go to. I, I,
0: actually, you know what, that, that'd be really fun, wouldn't it? They're like a little Club World Cup, um, for uh, or European Cup, it's really
1: fun. it be like the film, the Pokemon film, where they all go to a secret island for the Pokemon tournament <laughs> to see who's got the best... Pokemon, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. <laughs> I had a young son at the time. That's it. I, I must
0: there the whole Pokemon thing. I'm, I'm sure that would have killed with a, an, an audience that knew anything about Pokemon, I, I'm sorry.
1: But... I've got this lovely vision in my head they're going to ship all the, all the Premier League players into this little island and just have one stadium where they just, like, tag each other in and stuff and play the games, but yeah.
0: I'm waffling on now. But I think what they're trying to prevent is the uh, PSG thing when they, clo- they play the game behind closed doors, and then they went ahead and beat Dortmund, like the whole, the outside of the the ground was, you know, there's more people than usual there, wasn't there? So I think they're trying to prevent that sort of thing from happening um, as well, you know. So Ronaldinho has uh, played for his prison team. I don't know if you saw this. He's currently oh, in like a... Apparently <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It's like setting them all up. And- Your luck's out, isn't it? If you- <laughs> you're playing... For a prison team, and all of a sudden, Ronaldinho the... on the other side? I mean,
1: for goodness sake, like, can I get a break? Yeah, but, uh, you yeah, look the first pick. You're not going to be happy, are you?
0: <laughs> yeah. I <Yeah>. want oh, him. <laughs> oh, the, the, you mean the World Cup win? Oh, good for you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, mate, it's not Ronaldinho. <laughs> he just looks like him.
0: Can you imagine? He's, he's in there because of the whole passport thing. He's in a Paraguayan maximum security prison, of all places, for uh, using false documents. So, anyway, yeah, it's a very odd situation. A lot of uh, the smaller teams down the pyramid are, are worried about the um, kind of financial situation uh, that will come from this uh, crisis. I saw that Hyde United, which are a, a non league team in Manchester, did you see this? No. They put together a virtual match day package. You can buy a virtual pint of lager. You can buy a virtual, yeah, well, actually, there's a, a virtual pie and pint uh, special. But there's all sorts of things that you wouldn't be able to do on a a match day ordinarily. So there's a virtual pink gin and lemonade. (laughs) And then then there's a virtual Judith's chicken soup and a roll as well. They've gone all out. And so you can buy these, and it's just a way of donating to the club whilst uh, there's no games being played. So I thought it was a really cute idea, and I'll link to that um, in the show notes. Yeah, this is for the Radcliffe Borough game coming up this weekend.
1: Did you hear about Barney? Get on to a less sober moment, Um, more sober moment even. Barnet have let 60, well, give a redundancy to 60 of their staff now already, Barnet Football Club. But yeah, they've made 60 people redundant already. So the knock-on effect's going to be huge, I think, soon.
0: Yeah, well, I noticed as well that the EFL have announced £50 million worth of relief, I think, for for the clubs. I think they've released the TV money already. Yeah, so hopefully that, that will pay for some wages and things. So, yeah, it's the right thing. But there might be, so there's no football on, but there might be some relief. I don't know if they saw that um, this uh, drama is about to drop on uh, Netflix. Do you see this? Yeah,
1: yeah I did uh, see this. As well.
0: Right, yeah. The, the English game, it's called. And it's written by Julian Fellows that wrote um, Downton Abbey. Um, and it's all about the early days of football in England. And so like the kind of players versus gentlemen and all this kind of creating the rules of the game and all this sort of thing. I don't know what that's going to be like. It drops on Friday on Netflix. And I'll, I'll post a link to the... Uh, trailer for that so see if that uh, tickles your fancy at all in these days of no football no uh, uh, what's your been your methadone whilst you've not been able to watch any uh, uh, football have you kind of re-watched anything are you kind of like watching highlights on youtube or anything like that no i
1: haven't really You know, i did a few things at the bar we had like um funny enough actually we played the nbc gold had a classic match on i think it was last friday this is when the bar was still open and it happened to be a 2009 game at Old Trafford between Manchester United and Tottenham. And for for a brief moment, we were tuning up at half-time Tottenham. So the season actually got a little better for me. But no, we lost 5-2. And um, couldn't even get a replay, Paul. <laughs> the best news of this, this virus is the Spurs are probably going to come out of it very well because all our players will be back.
0: Right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that was the new killer option, I think, wasn't it that? God, <laughs> man. <laughs> Wait, Daniel Levy. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a boss villain anyway all right well should we leave it there i think yeah. um bothered people long enough still want you to get in contact and really like really really do like i think it's important to stay in contact with uh, with everybody in the soccer community and, and so we're footy at gmail.com and at footyfromfoot and all our social media uh, things and yeah any suggestions for future questions that you want to have uh, rod and i ramble on about gladly received spotify itunes and uh, google play as well as SoundCloud to access all of the previous podcasts. Um, If you're so inclined, please tell everybody about uh, what we're doing here. And uh, yeah, we appreciate all those people that have rated and reviewed previous to this. Uh, Thanks to David Sankster for our theme tune and the outro that you're about to hear. Give him a follow at 1in20parkinsons. Usually I say, wherever you watch your football, make sure that you look after your bartenders. I think even more so look after your bartenders now. There's a way that you can support uh, people in the service industry uh, try and do so um yeah, it's a, i know it's a rough time for everybody but uh, yeah do look out for, for for others as well any any further anything further to add rod before
1: we uh no, just, um, stay safe out there everybody and um we'll look forward to seeing you soon yeah yeah well, nothing else i can say really i just hope everybody's okay and um rest up people just try and enjoy the relaxation for the moment
0: yeah i know look for the positives in all of this there's always something out there i guess so yeah all right like, well uh, yeah, look after yourselves out there and um, thank you, uh, dear listener and uh, we'll do this again next Thursday
1: Bye <laughs> Bye Well
0: done <laughs> right. That was fun, that was a lot of fun
1: Yeah, that went okay